In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Well, hello and welcome into the Retirement Pathfinder. I'm Ben George, they're Phil Gusky and Barbara Lane, Retirement Income Planning Specialist over at Pathfinder Wealth, Wealth Management. Today, we got a great show for you. Coming up, we, uh, we're jumping back into some great retirement conversations, and this one's all about the Great Resignation. You might have heard of it. It's a new movement that's happening quite a bit, and we're going to talk about some things you need to be thinking about if this is something you're considering and something you want to do. So great show coming up. Barbara and Phil, how are we doing? Hey, great. great. Happy New Year, Ben. Yes, yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> How's everything going uh, in the office? We, uh, we're great. I mean, we're excited for 2022 and, uh, we have some things going on already this month. As a matter of fact, Ben, next week at uh, Rock Valley college, we have two classes, January 24th and 27th at 11 AM. It's called taxes and retirement. Nice. If you're retired or close to retirement, you need to attend that class. So again, it's January 24th and 27th at Rock Valley College Woodward Technology Center at 11 a.m. It's about an hour class. It would be worth your while to listen to to come to that. And then the one thing I wanted to mention too for our listeners is our we had two previous podcasts that Phil and I had done, and it was on 22 financial resolutions for 2022. We did that in two podcasts, and I would encourage you to listen to both of those. Those are our, our, our two previous ones. I actually had a client reach out and say, hey, thanks for that. We I, I did uh, some of those uh, resolutions. I've already taken care of some of those and they're just, they're good things to think about. You want to be aware of them. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that, brought that to our attention. And I'm glad people have already pre- given you some feedback on that, that we went through a long list, 22 resolutions, and you're not going to finish them all. But I, like to Barbara's point, I would go back and, and read those and, and reference them throughout the year. If you need some, maybe some guidance on some things to be focusing on within your own finances, that is a wonderful place to start. And there's a lot of great information in there. So go to our past two episodes when you get done and you'll find them online pathfinderadvisory.com. You can also find on whatever app you're listening on. Please subscribe there as well. And if you have any questions about the classes or anything we discuss with the resolutions, you can always call Pathfinder Wealth as well at 815-399-9806. So great reminder. And thank you for those that have reached out after listening to the podcast. All right. Today's conversation is on the great resignation, how it could impact you or a loved one's retirement. And we've seen it here recently across the country, right? Droves of workers are retiring earlier. They're just taking a break from work altogether as they change careers and they're calling it the great resignation. And so, you know, there's a lot of people who are thinking about this right now and considering this move. So we want to talk about some of the key takeaways we, we got from this article from Forbes, which we're going to put in the show notes and you can read it for yourself. But it really explores the impact of, of leaving early in, the, in retirement planning and how it's going to change in the wake of this massive workplace shift that's underway. So I want to share some key points uh, with you both first and then get your takeaways from what you read. But these key points I thought were, were really eye-opening to me. As a small sample, 4.2 million people quit their jobs in October of 2021, which is remarkable. I don't know what that number is uh, month to month normally, but that seems pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, it's it's still Huge. unknown how long people are going to stay out of work. They're just they're out. They're just kind of undetermined at this point. And um, you know who knows what that future is going to hold. And I'm curious if you've seen the same thing with your clients? Have they talked about this at all? Have they discussed changing careers during the pandemic? Have y'all had those conversations? Yeah. You know, um, 
you mentioned the 4 million people that quit their jobs in October, and that, that is alarming. Also in July and August and September, those were up from a year ago also. And this is a massive workplace shift that un- unlike anything that we've ever seen before. And it's not so much the quit rates that we should be concerned about. It's the contemplation rates of quitting that are alarming. It's what's brewing this year in 2022. A recent survey by JobList, 73% of respondents are considering quitting their jobs this year. There is a Harris poll found nearly 50% of employees contemplating leaving their job. It's not just their job, it's their career. Well, the theories for what's causing some of this is what they're calling the epiphany theory. And that's described as a disruptive event like COVID-19 that's caused people to re-examine their needs and priorities and make life changes. Maybe it's spending more time with your family. Maybe it's moving somewhere new, aligning your work with your personal values and interests. That, to me, was a, was a good sign. I and mean, that was a positive sign. Um, and I've seen a few clients over the past year that are retiring early. And if that's you, you need to be aware of some considerations. So what Phil and I are going to do are give you four takeaways. And then uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll give you four <clears throat> takeaway points uh, that actually this article, there's a Forbes article had mentioned. And we're going to give you our take on those. Perfect. The first one's takeaway number, takeaway number one is, Uh, Taking a break from Social Security, could that cut into your long-term benefits? Well, since you won't be working for a period of time, you won't be paying into Social Security. Depending on how long you're out of work, it could impact your 10-year minimum work history and your highest 35-year average. Question is, do you agree that this is a concern? And my answer to that is, yes, it could be. Uh, What is an appropriate time away from work? I would say maybe up to two years for not contributing to Social Security. After that, it can impact your benefits because remember the years that you don't work, they're still being added to your 35-year average. They just count as zero years. Well, then the question is, well, if I'm 62, should I just take my benefits? Mm. It depends. If you're going to work part-time or another career, you're allowed up to about $18,000 in earned income before they start to hold back benefits. You can have unlimited income at full retirement. The key question is, are you going back to work? And if you're filing for Social Security, there are other factors to consider. Your health, your current retirement assets, a pension. Are you married? And does your spouse have a benefit? Um, This is a critical decision not to be taken lightly. And we look at a number of factors when helping our clients to make this decision. When you take your benefit at age 62, just remember that you're getting the lowest benefit. And we have to look at longevity. People living for 30 plus years in retirement, unless you have health issues. And also when you take your benefit at that age and you realize that it was a mistake or you decide you wanted to go back to work, you can't stop it until you reach full retirement age. Reach out to us for a 15-minute phone call on this. Um, It's too too important of a decision to make, and most of the times it's irreversible. So reach out to us at pathfinderchat.com for a 15-minute phone call. We'd be happy to talk to you about this. You know, Barb, this is also, uh, I've I've read another article that talked about this being renamed also the the great reprioritization period, reprioritization. In other words, they're reprioritizing their lives. Or how about the great reshuffle? Mm-hmm. You know, reshuffling from one job to another, the great recognition. Okay, we're we're beginning to recognize other family members, our kids, our spouses. Wow, isn't <laughs> that <know>? something? <laughs> How about the great reinvention, reinventing ourselves into some other type of uh, a career? The the great questioning period. You know, we're all questioning what's going on with the government and with their policies and so forth. The great change up. How about the great contemplation? So all these different yeah. things. Uh, kind of take on a, a meaning of their own. And so, 
Yes. I mean, we need to really address some of these issues. And one of the big issues that I am concerned about is people rating their 401ks. And, uh, you know, it's not a rainy day fund. One of the things that I always tell my clients is the last possible place you want to get money from is your 401k. Right. You know why? Because that's your money machine. That is the machine that you're building up for the future that's going to provide income for the years ahead. And we found out that last year, Barb, 30% of the people that had at least $50,000 in their 401k plans uh, took loans against their accounts. They were probably laid off or laid off. uh, Yes, they were laid off. There's Mm -hmm. some reasons why. Uh, One of the things that you can use that for is you can use it to um, uh, offset tuition, reduce costs there. You can also use it to prevent evictions from your home or uh, foreclosures on your home. That's without a penalty? Without a, without a 10% penalty. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, how often uh, do our clients take money out of their 401ks pre-retirement? Well, we don't really have a lot of pre-retirement no. clients here, but but here's, here's the impact that it would have on your 401k plan long-term. Let's say, for example, if uh, you're 30 years old and you need to take $10,000 out of your 401k for whatever reason, maybe it's you know for some emergency purpose, what kind of an effect is that going to have on you? What kind of an impact will it make? Well, that $10,000 withdrawn, first of all, will be tagged with a 10% withdrawal penalty, which is $1,000. Then if you happen to be in a 22% tax bracket that year, and then you're having to pay another $2,200 of tax, that's $3,200. It's a 32% tax hit on you. But it's more than that, Barb. It's really going to have an effect on you long-term. So if you're 30 years old when you do this, you don't replace that money. Or if you do, uh, whatever, at age 65, here's what you would have really lost, $107,000. That's, that's, that, that that's, that's what that $10,000 would have become at 7%, which is reasonable. But, but here's something even more devastating. You would have lost $7,500 per year of additional income. That's a lot of money. That is a ton of money. And folks, we, we need more money as time goes on, not less because of inflation. And so that's a very important thing. Uh, you know, Even if you, need, you do need to take the money out, there are ways to take it out without a 10% penalty. I'm just going to touch on a few hardships, such as medical expenses, a one-time purchase of a home, I would really recommend you do uh, draw from a different resource to get that. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, tuition or damages to a house, a disability or death, or something called a, a quadro, qualified domestic relations order. That's a divorce. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a bad one. Okay. So, um, and there's something called the, the rule of 55. Barb will explain that in a little bit where you can take money out between age 55 and 59 and a half without a tax penalty. But you know what, folks, don't transfer the money to a, a, an IRA account right away if you don't have to for some other reasons here that Barb is going to explain to you in a little bit. But anyhow, the next question is this, you know, if you do take your money from a 401k plan, is it really better to leave it with the, with the old employer or should you take and roll it into an IRA account? Well, we believe that it really is, it makes more sense to roll it into a an IRA account for a couple of different reasons. Number one, you want to have total control over that money and you want to make that self-directed. So you can roll that into an IRA account tax-free. A lot of people think they have to pay a tax to roll it over. They don't. It's self-directed. And one of the things that we find out, Barb and Ben, is that a lot of 401k plans out there don't have very, very, they don't have very good choices in terms of uh, asset allocation strategies. And some of the accounts do, but others don't. Uh, The more 
choices in a 401k plan, the more the employer is responsible for because they're fiduciaries over that 401k. So they just as soon limit that as much as they could and pass that responsibility along to the employee. Uh, you also have the freedom to take it whenever you need it. And then you also can take it for, like we said, hardships, disabilities, one-time home purchase. If you need to take it out of an IRA for that purpose, you can. Here's one that I didn't know about. It's uh, something new on my radar is that you can take it out for birth of a child or adoption expenses. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I wasn't aware of that either. I wonder if that's something new. I think it probably is. I hadn't heard of it before. And then you've got something called a 72T, which I think you'll probably go into uh, in a little bit here, Barb. But you know, mm -hmm. the other thing we want to ask uh, our clients is if, if they've ever experienced paying higher fees, if they've kept their money at a 401k plan, uh, now they're no longer employee, are they tagged with higher fees? We've never heard of anything like that happening. No. Uh, I don't think anybody is penalized for keeping their money with a 401k. Uh, the employer would just assume you cut loose with the money and take it away, quite frankly, because they don't want to be responsible for it. And so the other question is, does it make sense to wait a, wait a little period of time before you, you uh, terminate from the employment, especially if you're doing this voluntarily, especially if you're expecting some type of a, a company match or a bonus? And sure, it makes sense. It could make thousands of dollars worth of, of difference in your uh, retirement account. And so sure, it does make sense to do that. And um, so 401ks, sure. Roll them over when you can. Yeah. I, you know, I liked your example of the $10,000. It doesn't seem like a lot, but when you, you figure out the math of what that means in the future and, and actually what you're getting even right away, you're, you're losing a third of it. Oh, yeah. It's called future value. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things that people don't realize is the impact of what future value dollars lost to them will, will do to their, their retirement. It's a big deal when mm -hmm. people, when we have to plan for 30 years, but I haven't worked with anyone that isn't totally vested, you know, since most of our clients are nearing retirement. And the one thing I wanted to mention to our listeners too, our 401ks are a tricky animal. And if you have 401ks, when you retire, let's say you have more than one, you're going to be required to take required minimum distributions from each of those. You can't yes. combine those mm -hmm. like you can an IRA. So they get to be a little bit sticky that way. And the one thing to, to know is that if you have after-tax dollars in your 401k, now you can roll that right away into a Roth IRA. If you have after-tax dollars oh, in yes. your 401k, you can roll those right over to a Roth IRA. Even if you don't have a Roth IRA, you can open up and you can open one up and then uh, uh, transfer those funds directly from the plan. That's a tricky one, Barb, because sometimes people will actually roll the entire amount over into an IRA account. So if they have after-tax money sitting in that particular IRA or 401k account, they could potentially end up paying taxes again. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you want to be careful when you do this. I've actually worked with clients before that were not aware that they had after-tax money. Yes, sitting in there. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's look at takeaway number, number four. four. The great resignation seems tailor-made for early retirement dreamers, but beware. There are still a ton of challenges when retiring early, and especially doing it during a, a pandemic can cause multiple additional issues. Well, let's talk about the first one that was mentioned, and that's qualifying for Social Security. If you can't qualify for Social Security, depending on your age when you retire, well, we just talked about uh, the issues that you may face. So, um, you know, I would, I would just listen to the first part of the podcast. Well, the second issue is healthcare. If you're not 65, you won't have Medicare yet. And are you prepared for what a healthcare plan would cost to fill in that gap? If you continue with COBRA from work, well, those premiums are high and you can only do that for 18 months. 
Uh, let me talk on the, the subject of taxes and tax efficiencies. That's, that is a big deal if you're retired, mm-hmm. and it certainly is before retirement. The question is, how will you take money from your retirement accounts? If you're 55 or older, you can withdraw funds from your 401k with no 10% penalty. If you're age 50 you're in a qualified public safety worker, you can access those funds without penalty. Now, this only applies to current 401k plans, mm-hmm. not former 401k or 403b plans as far as the no 10% penalty rule. And also, there's one more way to withdraw money penalty-free, pre-59 and a half, and that's known as substantially equal periodic payments. We in the industry, wow. we call that a 72T, right, Bill? Right. But uh, that's in a way to access money without a penalty also. One more thing to be aware of, uh, you also have a considerable tax savings potential if you own company stock. This can be a big deal if this is done right and that's moved out of that qualified plan properly, uh, and especially if you have a low basis. You're always going to be responsible for the taxes on your 401k, but there are ways to avoid that penalty. And the last question I have for you about taxes is how would you like to save on taxes when you retire early? For example, your income is now lower. You may take advantage of Roth IRA conversions. If your belief, that is, if your belief is that taxes are increasing in the future, then you need to look into this opportunity. The bottom line is, if you retire early, you need to see Mm. a qualified retirement specialist. Reach out to us at pathfinderchat.com for a 15-minute call. Yeah. You know, being terminated from an employment um, or voluntarily leaving isn't necessarily a total downside, Barb. Because at that point, you know, depending on your tax bracket, you could have some tremendous tax advantages that you would never realize from that point forward. True. And yep. so conversions to Ross would be a big one. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that with this age 55 uh, advantage that you could take the money out without a 10% tax penalty, you want to be careful about that because you can, if once you roll it to an IRA account, you lose that advantage. Right. It has so to be, remain in the plan. It, it has to remain in the 401k Very plan. True. Right. So those are things that you have to watch out for. And uh, that's why you're uh, you're listening to your retirement experts here at Pathfinder. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, if you have multiple tax status uh, accounts, you know, if you have tax deferred, um, tax free, um, taxable accounts, then you've got uh, options when you retire mm-hmm. for how to access those funds that you didn't have during your working years. So you could have uh, it could it could could benefit you that could way. Benefit. Yep. Yeah, four great takeaways from this Forbes article. And again, if you want to go back and read it for yourself about the great resignation, you can do so in the show notes. We'll put it there, a link to it for you. But some great takeaways from this, but a lot to think about. And and planning, we talk about how crucial planning is, but if you are deciding to change careers or step away early, planning becomes even more crucial. So you don't want to decide, hey, I'm going to go ahead and join the great resignation and then come and, and talk to you both, right? You want to talk ahead of time and get it all <laughs> right. figured out. We appreciate uh, the information. Always always great to, to learn more about this and, and hear about these trends that are happening right now in the country and how they affect you and your family and your planning. So again, if you do want to get uh, in front of Barbara and Phil, the best thing to do is visit pathfinderchat.com. You can schedule a meeting there or you can call them directly if you prefer that at 815-399- 9806. And don't forget, classes coming up here at the end of January and uh, coming up further. So if you're listening to this down the road, there'll be more classes coming. So make sure you check them out. Uh, visit the website, pathfinderadvisory.com. And again, as we begin this new year, please go back to our last couple episodes and check out the 22 money resolutions for 2022. Barbara and Phil, great stuff as always. Uh, appreciate the insight and I look forward to talking to you again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, see you next time. Thanks, man. 
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.